0: Hey, Taco the Towners, just a quick note before we jump into this week's episode. I just wanted to let everyone know that I was recently a guest on the podcast Pizza Bros, which is out of Tacoma, Washington. They asked me about Kansas City pizza places, and I asked them about Washington taco places. It was a great visit. So if you want to hear that interview, just check out Pizza Bros Podcast on iTunes. Had a great time, and hopefully sometime in the future I'll have the Pizza Bros on Taco the Town. So check that out. That is the Pizza Bros podcast. So now on to this week's show. We've got a great one for you. I had the pleasure of sitting down with Caitlin and Chris from the Creep Quest podcast. We talked about creepy happenings and not-so-creepy tacos. So let's start the show. Taco of the Town, the podcast where it's always Taco Tuesday. I'm your host, Dave, and I've never met a taco I didn't like. On this week's episode, we are on the road, hitting the surrounding areas of Kansas City. This week, we're in Lawrence, Kansas, a great taco town, a town with a lot of great tacos in it, where I've eaten a lot of wonderful tacos. Here on Taco of the Town, we are always down to travel to taco towns near and far wherever tasty tacos can be found. We have a few out-of-town taco trips in the works, so stay tuned for those episodes. Like I said before, I've never met a taco I didn't like. Actually, there is one taco place that I did have a bad taco experience at, and that place will go unmentioned until my lawyer says that it's the right time to talk about it. Today, we'll be reviewing another great Kansas City slash Lawrence taco destination. We'll be joined by special guests who will share their favorite taco places with us. We'll share some stories, share some laughs, and most importantly, share some tacos. Welcome to Taco the Town. Let's find out what taco place we'll be reviewing this week. This week's taco destination is Burrito King, located inside a funky little shack. Well, it's it's not really a shack. It's more of a grayish brownish two-sided drive-through hut type building at 900 Illinois Street, Lawrence, Kansas 66044. Burrito King is a late-night taco and burrito favorite in Lawrence. It's a Lawrence original. For over 20 years, Burrito King has fulfilled Lawrence's craving for quick, quality, and authentic Mexican food at an affordable price. Recently, under new ownership, Burrito King looks forward to continuing that tradition. Their tacos are very cheap in price, only $1.50 on Monday. Burrito King offers a taco six-pack for $5.50 for hard tacos and $8.98 for soft tacos, chicken or beef. They offer vegetarian options as well as tamales, tortas, and enchiladas. Burrito King claims it has the best Mexican soft tacos in town. They also offer spicy tacos, hard tacos, and Mexican-style soft tacos. Open every day until 3 a.m., 99-cent tacos on Taco Tuesday. Customers say it's the best late-night dining in Lawrence. Let's meet this week's guests. She's a native Laurentian, active in the music scene for 14 years, known for bands like Cowboy Indian Bear and Laguerre. Welcome to Taco the Town, Caitlin Conroy. Hello. Thanks for being here.
1: Oh, thanks for having me.
0: And our next guest, second guest, he is a writer, musician, and avid listener of podcasts born in Lawrence. Together with Caitlin, their inquisitive nature and passion for the macabre has spurred them to create the Creep Quest podcast to explore various true crime mysteries and other horror-related
2: subjects. Welcome to Taco the Town, Chris Wagner. Oh, it's a pleasure. And uh, I didn't write that, so that, that's pretty nice, Caitlin. Well done. Ah,
1: oh, thanks.
0: <laughs> so, this podcast—I really enjoyed the first two episodes. When did the second episode drop? Last week or last this week? Last week. Okay. Last yeah. Week, yeah. I'm really enjoying it. And and tell me about the title. From the title, is it about seeking out the creepiest
2: people in Lawrence?
1: No, uh, yeah. I,
2: I'm I'm gonna counter her by saying yes, yes, it is. We are we are clearly trying to gather all creeps. <laughs>
1: Yeah, we went through uh, podcast names for a long time, we were trying to find something catchy, where it, you know, kind of said that we were on a hunt for information, and also kind of putting in the, the creepy horror vibe, so we came up with Creep quests.
0: I like it. If you ever decide to do a podcast mm-hmm. where you seek out the creepiest people in it's Do you know a few? Uh, yeah, yeah. All right. I mean, I you think could we do it. Do. You could do an episode where you just do that. And I, say, hey, this is a creep quest, is a separate excursion where yeah, we're just gonna.
2: Uh, I'm down for that for sure. But- she's had some stories that she's told me from her work. <laughs> a lot of
1: creeps. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a lot of creeps.
0: No, the show Creep Quest. It's a true crime horror mystery podcast. Your first episode was about this crazy eccentric billionaire who murdered a reporter on like an
2: antique submarine yeah it's a homemade ramshackled submarine i think is the way way to put that tell us a little bit about that story that was insane
1: so um i like chris the reason we came up with this podcast was because we were both very into mostly uh lists uh relating to mysteries murder Uh, we also listened to a lot of murder related podcast. Um, And this was something that I had read in the news that was happening in Denmark um, that seemed like nobody really I knew about or uh, had, had heard of it. And so I got really intrigued and I read a lot about it. And it was this this guy. I, I was gonna say gentleman, and I take it back. Uh, <laughs> this guy who was this really genius, genius inventor. Um, and it's really interesting because him and his future victim, this incredible journalist, they have very parallel lives leading up to this event. Um, and yeah, he he took her uh, under the guise of doing an interview on a submarine and. Ended up brutally murdering her, and it's still unfolding right now. Um, it's a very, very fresh case, and it's something that we both are very, very fascinated in. Yeah, yeah,
2: it's a, uh, it's, it's a one of a kind kind of, really, honestly. I, I've not. Heard anything quite like a submarine serial killer slash slayer, and yes. uh, so we were we were very excited. Once we well, once she told me about it, it was I
1: told everybody I knew, I was and everyone <laughs> yep. thought I was a and real then, creep.
2: And then we realized that we told most of our initial listening audience the story. That knew, audience. Which yeah. is Probably maybe nothing. Yeah,
0: well, the way you guys broke it down on the episode, I mean, you really broke it down. I oh, mean, yeah. you covered it very well.
2: Uh, I'll tell you, you know, I, I was really worried about um, dealing with Danish sources, uh, to be honest, but the more we dug, the more it just flowered into this crazy story that just, you couldn't write a story like that yeah, and have make it be up. believed. No way. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, is, so is he still behind bars or what happened? Uh, he he's to, in yeah. trial right now. He's, uh, he's just entered his plea of not guilty. Uh, But he has been putting out some pretty fascinating stuff, which we're going to be reviewing uh, on a future episode. Uh, He's been writing some fun letters. And he tried to cover it up by wrecking the submarine, right? Yeah. He wrecked
1: his baby. The submarine he invented, uh, freaking out, I assume. And, uh, yeah, he he tried to play it off really smart, but he unfortunately was not that smart Uh, in this aspect. It's
2: got a real mix of, like, he seemed like he knew what he was doing up to a point, and then he just, like, freaked the fuck out. And I can't really put My finger on what he was thinking at that time, but yeah, he, he tried to play it off like it was an accident. He's still trying to do that. Um, I, I don't know how you accidentally cut a person into like five, six good chunks, so yeah, well, yeah. we'll see.
1: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I thought I, the
0: mystery of it was going to be that they just disappeared on the submarine and yeah, yeah, never, that's that never, that's, never that's came back. That is but. that is
2: kind of like the, the theory that I wanted to uh engage at the beginning was not to really reveal too much about where the story was going so that once it got there that was good it yeah. was yeah. just a baffling exciting yeah yeah
1: <laughs> triumphant
2: I mean that's maybe a little braggadocio, but yeah <laughs> <laughs> The second episode was about
1: horror movies. Horror movies yeah. that were
2: based
0: on true life yeah. events. Yep, and uh, those were some insane. I had no idea about the Nightmare
2: on Elm Street. I know. Oh, isn't that what? That yeah, was that, my was, that was that was favorite. that was one of the fun ones for sure. And there there's so much more to that story. And I think, like I said on the uh, episode, I, I wish that that was the movie that they made because of that movie would have been amazing. They should still make that. I right? know. We absolutely. should make that movie. Make what, that. what what do, do you it. you got a background in movies? Yes, I do. All right, oh, well let's make
0: well, that fucking go. movie. All right. You know, there's some other movies that I, I did some research and did some. Oh, there's yeah. some other movies that are based on true life events. Yeah, that, let's that, hear it, man. Uh, Weekend
2: at Bernie's. Oh man, Good. <laughs> oh, perfect. All right, perfect. Uh, yeah. Can you can you break that one down for me? Because I don't, I don't, I don't, have any background. This is oh, okay. Just a list. Uh, just a list. <laughs> okay.
0: uh, uh, Turner and Hooch. Oh, uh, okay, yes, okay. Yes. Uh, it's uh, story. Space
2: Jam. Okay. Uh, I have I have heard that that was yeah when
0: I mean, Michael Jordan and yeah. uh, Charles
2: Barkley took some acid. Yeah. Was, it their was. It was the aliens. crushing weight of. Uh, success had finally broken both of them. Yes. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, the movie Lincoln, I guess, is based on. No, no, no actually, no, it was that, is, that is, yeah, oh, I, yeah, I not have, real, not th- real. That one we did, we thought we were going to use that one for that episode, but it turns out that yeah. it's yeah. all made up. All I, I knew it was it's too good just to be true. Daniel Day Lewis. Cryptid. Yep. <laughs> Daniel Day <Lincoln>. Lewis. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. I thought it was no, Daniel Day Lewis. Yeah. Both. Well, he is Lincoln. I mean, Daniel Day Lewis is not an actual person. He is an empty vessel, and what you fill. Caitlin, you say that your favorite cryptid is the Mothman.
1: Yes, that is very true. I, yeah, it's awesome. Uh, it's just like this really, I don't know. I think he's cool. I think he's nice. And I think he's there to like help people. And that is why I like him so much. He's not this just like scary asshole. He's like this. Super nice guy being like, "Hey, dude! Like, watch out!" Okay? It's like, "Hey,
2: look out! The bridge is about to collapse!" Yeah, and they're like, "What the uh, fuck?" Everybody is this get home! Dude and- with
1: wings, and then they all die, and they yeah. should have just listened
2: to. Him. And we really didn't get a chance to get into it on that episode, but uh, there's a whole lot of other stuff going on with that story. It almost sounds like, uh, like if you're gonna just dive right into it. It almost sounds like there's like these aliens that are like searching for the Mothman throughout the entire story where they're interviewing, picking up people randomly. Yeah. Cause so isn't that where the men in black first came out? Uh, yeah. Was, uh, yeah it, was it's Mothman definitely yeah. one of the, one of like the earlier uh, sightings of kind of uh, men dressed in uh, outdated attire, talking weirdly with and crazy smiles. Picking up bananas
0: face. and thinking they were phones. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Exactly.
1: Yep. I
2: love that story. It's um, a real
1: K-Pack th- situation. It's,
0: creepy um the story now that, based on now, that now that k-packs was,
1: was based my on... favorite cryptid
0: yeah <laughs> yeah yep. i guess like men in black were calling people on the phone and, and threatening reporters yeah. and uh and they didn't really get into that i mean the movie was i mean it wasn't in the 60s they like rewrote no. it for like the new right you know, right. 2000s, yeah, so. right i wish
1: they would have uh, dived a little bit further into that aspect of it though because yeah. it's Men in Black was a really fun movie, but the actual idea of Men in Black is kind of fucking terrifying. Super creepy. Yeah.
0: <laughs> What's your uh, favorite cryptid?
2: Well, I I do I do like me some Mothman. Uh, he he's got a aspect to him that you really can't attribute to any other cryptid. Uh, I I like some of the um, probably my favorite. Can I can I give you my favorite cryptid place, which is yeah. Skinwalker Ranch? Oh yeah, and that is uh, this crazy ranch. This billionaire just bought it to like run all these like fucking tests. Uh, sorry, are we allowed to mm-hmm. curse? Okay, good. <laughs> good. didn't didn't know our audience uh, demographic. I thought maybe we were aiming for family. So this is mostly an educational I, podcast okay. for I kids. I so. yeah, kids, yeah. So. That that was my yeah. rating from the episodes that I yeah. listened to.
0: So so you guys are both believers in the
2: paranormal and. Um, yeah, uh, I, I I would probably or- I'd probably like put put myself in a like skeptic with an open mind category. I, I, would I like the, the fun stories, mm-hmm. and I like engaging them intellectually uh, and running with it and seeing where it goes. I find that they bring out a little bit of. Uh, Different way to think about the world. I, I think we don't know enough about the world to really hammer down one thing or the other. I'm so. really
1: uh, a bit of a molder myself in the sense that I feel like I, I want to believe very much in a lot of different paranormal That's aspects. That's the problem.
2: We don't have a scully because I think we both want to need a We a need bit. a smart person we, in this podcast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> no, but I, I want to. I want to and I'm fascinated by uh, researching to find some sort of answer or truth or even honestly just theorizing Chris and I spent a lot of our lives together doing that, and that is something that kind of drove us to do this as well.
0: What's your favorite unsolved mystery or unsolved
1: case of all time? Mine would be uh, the Somerton Man, or <laughs> uh, they call it to mom Shed as well. It's uh, 1920s Australia. There was a dude found by a train station that had no identification, um they didn't know exactly how he died but they thought potentially some sort of poison uh, and the only thing that they found on his body he had no tags on his clothes nothing and the only thing they found was a little piece of paper that was ripped out of a book that was sewn into a part of his pants and it said "Tamam mom in it which means it is finished and it came from this book called the rubyat uh, by omar Kayam. I'm probably saying that totally wrong
2: that's a that's a staple of our podcast yes. I think uh,
1: but it was essentially a, a book of Turkish poems and uh, they ended up finding the book in, like, a car nearby that was locked that had literally nothing to do with this case, nothing to do with this person at all. Uh, Like, Harvard reopened the case. I actually have a tattoo that says Shud." Yeah, it it is absolutely fascinating. If anybody wants to, you should look into the Somerton Man. Yeah,
2: and my favorite is probably going to be the Yatlov Pass, um... That is a uh, fascinating. that uh, the Yeti attack. uh, Well, it it, It could be. be, Could be. Um, (laughs) That's when the Russian students all were masters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where uh, basically they they go out. uh, These trained mountaineers go, uh, and I mean these these guys knew what they were doing, and they go out there and uh, everything's right. uh, Well, no, no, they were actually doing. um, In Russia, you had uh, this. Basically, kind of like a state-sponsored, like, athletics uh, core where you would get, just kind of prove what what Russians are capable of, basically. So these, these, like, groups of people would go out, and uh, they went out into the wilderness, and the only thing that was found was, like, a tent where they had all been in and then they ripped out of the tent like crazy people um, ran off into the wilderness Their no were one found knew about. yeah they weren't they weren't dressed
1: yeah there were a lot of very uh, and interesting every countries. one of
2: them was uh, found with like a different injury that just we're talking uh, baffles the mind.
1: Tongues ripped out, yep. eyes gone, chest ripped. out. Um, I think yeah.
2: coloring like an orange coloring on one of them. There's uh one there's a theory with,
1: about radiation yep. and about. But there's uh, there's a lot uh, of different views my, on it. My
2: favorite is the the guy that has uh, massive internal injuries but no uh, actual outer injuries whatsoever. Ooh, yeah, so pretty. It, in, it's, pretty, it's, pretty it's, a, it's a pretty intense. Stuff. Yeah, and there there's a Didn't lot of did somebody
0: from there get a picture of what looks like it could be a
2: yeti? Yeah, and, there there is or a um, or, or, so a long. There's, yeah, there's this uh, there's this picture that they they spoke of like right before because we we they found all their journals, so they got to to lead you know go trace every step of the way and they have this one it's real hard to tell whether it's a joke on their part or whether it's uh, genuine something that they saw. Uh, obviously, Yeti is definitely a cryptid that is known for that area. Um, and then there was also, I believe, some like lights in the sky that were seen on the same night. Always lights yeah, in the sky. There's always lights always in the sky. Always lights in the sky. I mean, stars, mostly, and, and, and the moon. <laughs> but, but, yeah, yeah. this one was a little more unusual than normal, mostly because I think seven people ended up dead. But,
1: yeah,
0: yeah. My favorite Crypto would probably be the Chupacabra. Oh, All
2: right, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, Good one. I uh, have you, what, what, what's your thoughts on the video of the Chupacabra that may just be a mangy dog? Think it's just a major, just a mangy dog, Damn yeah, it. yeah. Because the early reports of the chupacabras
0: say it looked more like a gray alien, right? Yes. But a gray alien with like a, you know, uh, like a mohawk and spikes on its body mm. and stuff. Yes, it. they say it levitates. Alien, yeah, yeah.
2: It's very funky, very punk rock uh, <laughs> alien. Maybe it's just a punk rock gray. And it, it maybe, man. I mean, there's no reason to assume that they're all like the same, really.
0: Those dog chupacabras. I think that's kind of ruined the investigation into the the real chupacabra. Yeah,
1: well, but that's always how it works. Science, one yeah. thing that might slightly disprove it, and then the whole thing is written off. And I think that's one of the biggest issues. Is yeah, there's yeah. always one way to explore. Where science something. really fails yeah. is I but think a w- bunch we of people have seen it.
2: like to think that we know things, and and that makes us comfortable in our everyday life. But uh, in reality, like we're learning about dark matter and dark energy and fucking god particles <laughs> and all sorts of shit. So maybe we don't know as much as we think we know. Reality is mostly like seems to be a construct of your mental faculties. It's not a real thing. So, you know, who the fuck knows? And you guys are on SoundCloud, right? We
1: are. are How often do you
2: release episodes?
1: So our plan is to try and do them uh, biweekly if possible. The first one we did uh, was a lot of kind of testing it out. So we we waited quite a bit to put out the second episode, but we're going to start putting them out far more frequently. Uh, The goal is biweekly.
0: You mentioned on the last episode that you had a zombie incident in your family? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That yeah. exciting. I that didn't know was about that. Amazing. Can yeah. you right. tell our listeners about that?
1: Sure. So uh, my sister got really, really into genealogy uh, like like crazy. This is before uh, Ancestry.com and a lot of these things really existed or were very popular. And nobody was really doing this. And my sister just thought, hey, I want to learn every single thing about our family. I want to learn about our history. And she went so far back and I was a lot younger uh, when she did this or I would have been a lot more there with her and I feel bad that I didn't but um, one of the most interesting stories I remember her telling me was of a woman in our family I believe it was based in England or Ireland somewhere in there and um, they this is when there was a heavy use of bells uh used in graves. they'd have the bell at the top by the headstone and then the the string that went down to the coffin really just easy to in mistake case.
2: people for dead, yeah, in just in case, case. uh
1: yeah. and this woman actually rung it uh after she was buried and went on to have like twelve children
2: and she was one of your relatives, yes yeah, yeah uh, like an ancestor so yeah. great, she great, 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 she very well like may not exist without having had that bell, which is why I have insisted that she Whatever happens to my body, there's a bell involved somehow.
1: <laughs> and I've I, insisted that I'm throwing him in the trash with yeah. you guys. Well, so. I just
2: want her to, like, take the bell and, like, put it to where, like, the thing leads to, like, the couch cushions or to her basement. So if it ever does ring, it'll just be absolutely horrifying for her. <laughs> yeah. That, that's set what I'm looking for. I love that story. That's yeah, yeah. I, I was I was surprised to actually hear that myself. So. <laughs> now, you two are both Lawrence natives. Yes. Yep. So you must have a lot of taco history here in Lawrence because there have been a do lot you, of great taco places. We've got, uh, at least for me, I've got one romance of the taco.
1: As do I. And,
2: and it, it going to be the same
1: place? I Are am almost it? sure that Are it's Are you going to say we can do, do a one, two, do three one, two, situation? Three? One, One two, two,
2: three, Taco three. Be- oh, uh, La, Familia. La Familia, yeah, La Familia. <laughs> no, yeah. La Familia. La Familia. Oh, man, I miss La
0: Familia oh, so much. Oh, right, I grew right. up in La Familia. Love like, that
2: place. Now, now, now to clarify, I, I will say my primary intake for La Familia was.
1: Don't say enchilada Don't say
2: enchiladas. Don't say burritos. An, an, Anchiletas. I okay. think okay. that is, um, oh, yeah, and, uh, yeah. And, I, yeah, I view that as just a really big taco honestly it's uh, like uh, it's, it's like a, ta- a wet taco to the biggest. tightly
1: wrapped taco <laughs>
2: which is uh, yeah i mean uh, yeah fits with all like other uh, ulterior taco names i guess you could throw in i don't know so what's your personal uh, both of your personal taco history did you grow up a taco eater um very very big mexican uh, enjoyment um as I grew into my vegetarianism, which you had to deal with trying to find me a vegetarian <laughs> taco tonight, uh, it really, really cut back my tacos uh, intake until I realized that I can make my own uh, with uh, some TVP. So shout out to TVP sponsor his show. Textured
1: vegetable protein. Yep. Um, and then for me, my sister is a really great cook, and she always used to make uh, mole and. Chicken mole is, is, like, the love of my life. Yeah, and so she does we would love chicken mole. Oh, so we would have a lot of uh, chicken mole tacos, and those were just my jam. I loved those. Uh, I will say, I don't know if we're allowed to talk about other taco places than what we're reviewing on Oh, this, yeah. But, oh free.
2: Yeah. Okay. Best
1: chicken mole in town, currently as it stands, is Taco Zone, hands down. Oh, taco what the Zone, fuck are we doing? Chicken the, mole. Why,
2: why didn't we get tacos Because.
1: Now? Taco Zone is, it's, it's, it's something. Taco Zone's the hip thing. We wanted to go with the underdog. We wanted to go with right, him, the right, Cinderella right. story. I,
2: I have to, I have to admit that, um, this will be the first time that I've had Burrito King that I remember having Burrito <laughs> King because I feel like this is definitely the, uh, stumble and drunk at like For sure. 2 a.m. uh, taco, taco place. But sometimes
1: so. those are the best tacos in my opinion. Yeah. Well, I,
2: they could have been. I don't remember any of them, but they certainly, we will find out. We will. Do you guys have a favorite, burrito king memory or a uh... well as i discussed i have no, mem- no memory <laughs> burrito king. uh
1: me i just i think just a, a real common Lawrencean thing is growing up here uh burrito king is on 9th street it's really close to a lot of the houses that a lot of students live in um so growing up going to a lot of like house parties uh, a lot of my friends that were a bit older lived on on houses around that area and would always kind of on the way up Grab something, go in, eat some tacos, or more frequently, really drunk, stumble down, get some tacos. Uh, but always oh, good, fond memories.
2: Yeah, it's a it's a good place to to recover those essentials that you lost the night before through whatever uh, poor choices you made. I think so. The drive-through is interesting. The line is always long at yes. like two a.m. The yep. line
1: is long, and they have a walk-up window. Um, And that is something that is used by bros famously.
2: Wow. Wow. I've never used the walk-up window. I didn't know it was there. Well, I feel like you you really missed out. (laughs) Uh, There's a second Burrito King run in the future, I think. Another
1: notable thing about Burrito King is during Halloween, they create a haunted house. Um, right outside of that's the restaurant where house. people can it is where people it's essentially so it's just a group of benches that they build a, a quote unquote haunted house around <laughs> uh, during Christmas they do the same with like a gingerbread house or like a Christmas house uh, so they really try to be festive oh wow Yeah. are
0: there like tacos do hidden
2: they, inside the haunted house you know
1: I'm sure there are after some pros I mean, have thrown them up <laughs> the night before probably I, unfortunately for them the I recommend going working.
2: in and just trying to bite everything that you see when you walk through that's oh okay I mean that is my base Basic principle in life anyway so yeah.
0: <laughs> now we don't really talk burritos here on taco the town no, of for the most no. part taco the town sure. is a burrito free zone sure. but i wish this place was called taco king but
1: it should have been they it, made a very poor choice yes.
0: Do you feel like college kids are more of a burrito crowd and maybe you mature to become a taco lover?
1: I think that is a If very you mature statement. at all. Yeah, yeah. If yeah. you mature
2: past the college stage, yeah. I'll go with <laughs> Burritos
1: that. Burritos are, um, they're a food of convenience. Uh, tacos, they take a little bit more work. Yeah. But yep. they have there's, a, there's a, a lot more payoff. danger.
2: There's a lot more danger yeah. in a taco. I mean, there's, spill there's spill, spillage. Yeah. yeah. Um, and yeah, yeah. I, I think uh, as you... Mature and get a little more steady, maybe maybe you can move on. So,
0: do you feel like college kids are pressured into becoming burrito lovers? Oh, unquestionably, Absolutely. Unquestionably. yeah, yeah. yeah. Again, it's it's peer, peer pressure.
2: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's like
1: wearing pajamas to class. It's no. them wearing pajamas to class of eating. Nah, food.
2: I, I think we all know that if any of those co- those those college kids were taken individually, they would go for a taco every day. Absolutely, but, but as a group, they are herd animals. Yeah,
0: I mean, I think uh, I, I did go through a burrito phase in college. Sure. But I was also, you know, I would eat We all pa- experiment. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. yeah, all right. And, and, you know, I went through a fajita phase, too. Hey. Wow.
1: Fajita is like, see, it's I don't a know. spectrum,
0: man. It's a spectrum. I feel like you know?
1: fajita is either little kid or like older man.
0: I, th- I think I was a little kid. Okay. Yeah.
1: You weren't, you didn't use it. I liked,
0: man. I liked to watch them sizzle. There wasn't yeah. a Benjamin Button yeah. situation. No, well, maybe. Okay. <laughs>
2: okay. Who knows? So before we get, to the tacos. Which I'm very excited about. As I stated earlier, I have not eaten at all today for this.
0: Before we get started on the taco review, I like to check the taco ticker and see what taco news stories are hitting the streets and get your opinions on them. Okay. Hit it. You guys want to hit the taco yeah, ticker? Yeah, let's do <laughs> it. <laughs> taco ticker story number one Taco Bell is starting a line of tortilla chips. The Mexican fast food arm of Louisville-based Yum! Brands announced Thursday that it's launching a line of tortilla chips, which will be sold at grocery and convenience stores. They are based on the flavors of their taco sauce. Oh.
2: Fascinating. Oh. Uh, I, I mean, they've got, like, a couple of sauces. right? Yeah, I guess so. it's going to
0: be uh, mild and fire, and uh, then uh, a very mild.
2: <laughs> uh, so, so just basically <laughs> chips without... Anything on them, I would assume. Yeah. This is very mild. So, so this isn't part of the fabled 20 that they're adding uh, that you saw in the last episode. No, this no. is
0: something brand new. It's going to be in stores. Wow. Fascinating.
2: We're, they are expanding. Like,
1: So my opinion on this is uh, most things sold at stores that are originally from fast food restaurants are probably not going to be purchased at stores. Um, that being said, I have had plenty of time where I'm like, God, I need some curly fries. Arby's curly fries in the frozen food section. Cool. But like. I mean, that's about as far as it goes. Cheddar Bay biscuits aren't even as good at frozen, you know? So, I don't know. I mean, more power to them, but I don't think it's going to go well for them.
2: Yeah,
0: it seems like a stretch. Yeah.
2: Um, but but with, you know, a, a 20 uh, added items, I mean, maybe they can handle a hit to the wallet a little bit and get a little adventurous with their corporate Funness. structures. Well, it
0: says here that the CEO says, This launch of our first line of sauce packet inspired chips gives our fans a new way to access a taste of Taco Bell.
1: No one's trying to find a new I way mean, to access do, Taco do you Bell. Do you need
2: the new way? Because yeah. I feel like Taco Bell's kind of it's Play right there with you. It already
1: pushes you to want to eat Taco Bell. It, it's kind of like
2: when you go to the grocery store and you see that box of the Taco Bell brand
1: oh, tacos yeah. that you can make yeah. from home no and one it's one like
0: buys nobody
2: buys them. that. Why, why yeah. would you do that? Yeah. I, I wanted to check every one of those dates to see how long those have been there because I yeah. feel like
1: that's, that's... Grocery shopping requires integrity which Taco Bell does not no. require and so I think that that's the difference. Taco Taco
2: Bell requires convenience and that's Taco Bell. I mean, that is their market. Do you guys eat Taco Bell still at all?
1: I do. Um, I like honestly, my my choice Taco Bell item currently is a cheesy roll up, which is super embarrassing because it is oh, though it's only a dollar, like I could literally just go to the grocery <laughs> store, buy a bunch of tortillas and a bunch of melted cheese, and nothing would change. That is um, true. I think they're, they're you know, they're a nice little pick-me-up. Sometimes I'm driving around after a long day at work. I need Sometimes just something. Sometimes it's the process
2: of going through the yeah. Taco Bell that you're looking for. Yeah, you spend know? a couple it's, bucks, it's not a couple just of cheesy
1: roll-ups. Takes can, about five minutes. You're good to yeah, go. Yeah,
2: uh, I, I on the other hand, am limited to uh, Seven layer Burrito. Uh We're cheesy is, roll ups. Bean burrito. Yeah, there's a bean burrito there. Uh, I mean, if you're going to do a burrito, you might as well add another few layers. It's been my opinion, you know. Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> um, it, would I, you go there over Burrito King? Oh, I guess he'll know. After uh, I
1: mean, I guess. I'll know
2: after I remember oh. what Burrito King tastes like. So <laughs> I'm going to say no just on the principle that, we'll uh, that there's a lot right, of places that I go over Taco Bell, I would say. Okay. Yeah.
0: Taco ticker story number two The Offspring. <laughs> Pennywise, <laughs> the Vandals, Me First and the Gimme Gimmies will headline the Sabroso Craft Beer Taco and Music Festival oh, in man. Dana Point, California, wow. on
2: Saturday, April 7th. What are the tickets going for on that one? I mean, come on, guys. Let's get it. The lead singer of The Offspring has a brand of hot sauce... <laughs>
0: Called Gringo Bandito, oh, no. that he will sell at the festival.
2: It's nice. To, it's <laughs> nice to know that you're not uh, regulated to just a one-hit wonder. You can really branch out into, you know, uh, food-based products. Yeah. yeah.
0: Taco Creations will compete for Sabroso's Best of Show at the festival does this sound like a festival you guys would like to attend or perform in uh Uh, perform in
1: definitely attend absolutely not uh i I (laughs)
2: beg to differ there's a um,
1: there's a pretty funny hard times is like a really it's like an onion the onion for bands for music and it's really really funny um there's one it does sound like a hard
2: times article right there there is there's a hard
1: times article that says like 12th straight day of Taco Bell marks band's fifth day on tour. <laughs> yep. Uh, and it's so true. Oh, God. It's it's so bad. Well, there there's is always a, there's yeah. always, always a Taco a Bell. There's always a Taco
0: Bell. Yeah. When you tour, is that what you usually hit?
1: Uh, So there are a lot of. there. I think there are like tours where you are like, okay, I'm going to be really healthy this time. And you bring all your own stuff and it's like miserable. And then there are times where you just don't give a fuck and you end up essentially. Yeah, hidden dollar minis all over the place. Taco Bell is definitely one, like Chris said, that's going to be found all over. Going to be yep. easy, reliable, consistent. Now, now, if you hit a
2: hit a city like Austin, you you can you can really branch out with your tacos. I think a little yeah, it would bit. Yeah, it'd be a crime
1: to go to a Taco Bell in an that, Austin. That is absolutely. Yeah.
2: Now, one, one thing, if you're not aware of touring uh, as just a citizen out there. Uh, it is not a money making venture, <laughs> right. and uh, nor's music. <laughs> music, yeah, Nor's podcasting. So hear like that, kids, <laughs> put down those musical instruments, yep, yep. and don't start a podcast. Uh, yep. That's that's my best <laughs> advice. I do not like competition, so stay the fuck out.
0: <laughs> if you were putting on a taco festival, what bands would you invite to your taco festival?
2: Uh, who else are you going to get? Like uh, these are the bands that are available for a taco. Maybe festival. Lou Vega. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. I mean. I, I hear, his I hear his, no, no. yeah. I, I hear mambo's number one through four are mostly taco based. So yeah, I feel
1: like a mambo number five is absolutely a menu item at Taco Bell in the future. Gotta
2: be absolutely and one of the twenty. That makes sense. It, it tracks. Yeah. What do you
0: think that would be? Like uh, nachos and like potatoes. Yeah, mixed together. Yeah, yeah, yeah I,
1: I, I go with know. that. I, I go with. that. I think whatever takes the least time to make. Uh, like he had said in a long in an interview a long time ago about that oh, song, like he that was item. like bragging that he wrote it in like two minutes and it's like yeah we know yeah. and i think that that is kind of whatever and, and, you can throw together and when he, says he
2: wrote it he probably means his like you know writer wrote it I, I would assume there's that tv commercial out where he's on it now and he's like supposedly retired you're but right like, didn't yeah. you retire like 20 years ago <laughs> yeah yeah, because yeah i haven't heard a song from you in 20 no. years i i mean i i haven't heard a song since the song that that was it
1: yeah Lubega. I mean
2: I
0: think they need to invite Lou beg out of this taco festival in Dana Point. I mean, I think he would go great.
2: I, I think he he meets the criteria for uh, sure. the other bands that's for, for sure. sure yeah
0: all right well let's uh let's close up the taco ticker <laughs> So this is the time of the show where we pull a topic from the Kansas City Cup and talk about Kansas City topics okay. You guys have lived nearby Kansas City. Oh, yeah. Have you spent a lot of time in KC? Yeah,
1: yeah. I've played yeah. a lot of shows there, been up, been up there quite a bit.
0: Yep, definitely. All right, well let's do it. Let's This is called Town of the Taco. All,
1: All right. right.
0: Town of the Taco. Kansas City, oh the place I love.
1: Mm.
0: All right, who wants to go first?
1: Chris, be oh, my guest. guess. Oh man,
0: okay. Just, uh, Ladies first. You can dig in there. We'll just discuss this topic. Okay. Round table style.
2: All right. Kansas City condiments.
1: Ooh, Kansas City okay. condiments. So I was in a band once. I know this is Chris's topic, but I was. Called in a- the
2: Kansas City condiments? No, oh. no, no. I, I uh, actually prefer that you take this topic, honestly.
1: <laughs> like I was in a band once with a gentleman whose grandfather invented uh, oh geez, what's that? Taco, what's that taco? Oh, I have tacos on the brain. Um what is the barbecue place? Gate? No. Yes. Heyward. Kansas City masterpiece.
0: Casey masterpiece.
1: Casey masterpiece. Okay. His Waiting grandfather was the founder of that. Us. So I had a lot of Casey masterpiece barbecue sauce when I was younger.
2: All right, and that's world famous. Yeah, it is. And I like. uh, oh, Is that? That's probably not a Kansas City one. The Ray's sweet baby Ray's Casey might be. They advertise that a lot. I, I feel like that 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 I used to use on pretty much everything.
0: That gets raves, sweet baby raves. Yeah, sweet baby raves,
1: sweet baby raves. I uh,
0: (laughs) I believe that the one thing Kansas City needs to do. I mean, I know it's known for its barbecue, which it kind of gets overblown, I think, and it's out there a little too much. But I think every Kansas City restaurant should have barbecue available, just like mustard and ketchup on the table. I could see that. Yeah, yeah. Um, Available to put on your burger. I just think it would make go a long way into making Kansas City even Have more they of a barbecue been A crossover
2: place. barbecue taco place, like, could you do that?
1: There's you a, absolutely could. There's I mean, a great right. barbecue
0: taco at Q39. It's amazing. Okay, uh, we'll review that on the show here soon. It's got a great barbecue taco. I, okay.
2: uh, it's good to know that that option is out there for people. So yeah, Kansas City condiments. That's really all I can. Yeah, those are those are my yeah. my big one. Yeah, it was maybe not even Kansas City related. So there you go. Is Grey Poupon from Kansas City? It, um, be. it It could be. I mean, we could say it is. Uh, who's fact-checking this? That's what <laughs> yeah. I want Grey Poupon was invented in Kansas City. By me. By Caitlin in 1997.
0: 23. 23. Yeah. alright uh let's right, let's well. do another Kansas City topic.
1: Okay. We'll go right off the top here. Shopping malls of Casey, past Sorry, and present.
2: Dijon, France is where great no came are. No way. By. Yeah, so, yep.
1: Wow, couldn't <laughs> yep. make that up. Shopping malls of Casey, past and present. Uh, so I will say uh, Malls of the Great Plains, aka oh, yeah, Ghost yeah, yeah. Town.
2: Yep. That uh, place is gone. It's, it's gone. been wiped from the earth. It is. Which is actually one of my favorite parts about Lawrence, too, is uh, that uh, mall downtown.
1: Riverfront mall. Yeah, the
2: riverfront mall, which is turned into basically. Uh, Ghost Town, Avenitos, a and or, well, it used to be aphenatos and uh, I think uh, some far broadband. But yeah. I used to work down there, and you could just wander the malls, uh, like just get out there and and really experience yeah. the creepiness of being in a mall. That all by didn't yourself. last very long. No, did it? no. I mean, I
1: remember even though going into what I feel like malls of the Great Plains was during their peak. And still walking in as a young kid and being like, wow, this place is like kind of creepy. Like it's it's made up really nice, but there was just really nobody ever in it. It always felt a little outdated. And I don't know. I, the only thing I ever remember there is you could get these honey sticks like the first store when you walked in were just a ton of honey sticks. So I'd go in and make my mom get me a bunch of honey sticks and then I would just be running around the place for like an hour <laughs> That's all it I was remember. a good place
0: to run around. Yes. I used to go to the dollar store there a lot.
1: Ah, of course that had it a dollar had a great store. great dollar it. store. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, when, when a mall have, has a dollar store, you know it's not Interesting, going
2: well. yeah, like counterintuitive to go to a mall for a dollar store. But I, I, I like that they had the option there for yeah. you. Uh, it it didn't last very long. Now, now did you did you say like, "Hey, I'm going to the mall" and make it sound like fancy when you were really going to? The no, because and, it you know, was it the Great Plains Mall. Yeah, and <laughs> like,
0: yeah fair enough. <laughs> that place looked like it was the Joker's hideout. Oh it yeah, was, the decorations oh, yeah. in there it was so. Or
1: it seemed like the largest like drug front in the world. Yeah. Like, like it was just the whole thing was like really all just kind of smoke and mirrors.
0: I think the dollar store was definitely a drug. Oh, store. absolutely. Inside all those porcelain kittens and stuff. Oh, it's yeah. not a
2: sustainable business model, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, every I, for a dollar.
0: Uh, I bought a girlfriend a... Uh, you bought a girlfriend at a dollar uh, store? Uh, yeah, that.
2: Her <laughs> name was Chelsea. She's very nice. Mm. Uh, but I also bought another girlfriend. Dollar General. They, they don't stay dollars at Dollar General. That's the problem with Dollar General. That is false advertising.
0: I bought a girlfriend a ring. Yeah. Oh. The dollar store. And she did not enjoy it because she could tell it was from the dollar store. Yeah. I, I mean I'm gonna say thought counts. I
1: yeah. feel like if you know somebody did that, it's kind of romantic. If you don't know someone did that, it's like kind of like Yeah, a turn did, off. did you
2: did you present it as here's here's a dollar store ring? No, I thought our oh, love man. was strong. That that yeah. was the that was the myth. It's only worth
1: the dollar, uh, I'll, tell you, I'll
2: tell you what, um, love is never strong.
0: So so especially learn after, that lesson. Especially at the Great Mall of the
2: Great Plains. That's right. That's right. All Oof. right. Well, well thanks for talking about those Kansas City topics. Oh, yeah, Thank you. Thank course. you for once again asking questions. <laughs>
0: All right, so we've got some of these burrito king tacos here. What do you say we put these
2: tacos to the test? I like that you went with Soft Shell. Um that is a, a hard, hard, hard move for my life when I had to move away from hard shell tacos because beans do not track with um, hard shell. It's, uh, they've yet to make a hard shell that can stand a bean. So, really? Yeah, I, at least not, not to my knowledge anyway. So yeah, yeah. I, I, most of my tacos nowadays are, are soft and it, it's, a, it's that crunch is missed. You are
0: a vegetarian, Chris, yes, so yeah. I got you the vegetarian rice and bean and lettuce awesome. soft taco. Awesome. Um, let me know what you think about All that. Right, let's do it. I'm going to take a bite
2: of of that one as well.
1: Cool. I will as well.
2: I'm going to say it's pretty good. It's pretty good. I, I think. think so. I think I'm going to need a little bit of sauce though. I'm getting a burrito vibe from this. Yeah, yeah. that is that is the feeling I'm getting as well. It's. I, I mean, it is the burrito king. Right. So it does kind of make sense. That they would uh, dress up their tacos as, well, dress up their burritos as tacos to fool people.
0: What other taco places in town do for vegetarian tacos? Do
2: you know? Are you happy um, what, what was that place we went to? Mira um, Cheeto. Yeah, Mira Cheeto does pretty good stuff there. Um, Is that the one that's in old Carlos O'Kelly's? Yes. Yep. Yes. Yep. Oh, man. Do you remember... Uh, uh, the song? The,
1: <laughs> yes, yes. Carlos
2: O'Kelly. Uh, no, uh, that... What was that called? The... There's like a, you used to get like Texas burritos that were just like.
1: Oh, uh, Border Bandito. Border Bandito. That's that what I was is thinking. Awesome. Is it still open? Yeah. And is oh. it? It's been open for 45 Wait, years. Wait, did they change where it's looking? Oh, uh oh. It's not there anymore. It just uh, looks like it's closed. I think it's still open. It
2: might look, it always kind of looked yeah, like it was open. closed.
1: Yeah.
0: Border Bandito, if you're out there, just want to give, yeah, you a give shout
2: us a out. shout out. Let us know that you're out there still. Yeah. We will come As to you. Send an
1: SOS. We'll go even I some mean, big we prefer you come to us,
2: but we will come to you.
1: Okay. I thought it was okay. It's a little, you know, I mean, again, I'm somebody that typically has meat in their tacos or at least, like, a lot of ingredients. Like, if I'm going to have a veggie taco, it's going to have, like, vegetables and stuff in it. So, for me, it's coming off maybe just, like, slightly bland, but it's not bad. It is not bad.
0: Yeah, it was good. I mean, I, j- I did get a burrito vibe from it, but, I mean, I'm not the vegetarian expert, so yeah. I
1: don't really.
2: Yeah, yeah. Chris I, I definitely... is
1: now uh, putting... Uh, Chips. He's yeah, breaking up I, chips. I am, and
2: putting I am it in. Uh, I'm compensating for my lack of uh, so you're putting tactile some, experience. You're yeah. putting
0: some crunch, you're putting some tortilla yep. chips inside your veggie taco.
2: I am doing that. Yep.
0: That's interesting. Bold move. Uh, well, we will find out how bold. Caitlin, what do we got here? We've got eight pork soft taco they mm-hmm. said this is called the mexican style taco
1: yes and you can tell because it has a cilantro and diced onions on it and it did come with a lime so that to me definitely speaks uh, mexican style taco i'm gonna take a bite here
2: i gotta say right now guys um adding the chips that was a good move that was the move yeah <laughs> that, that, that was the maker the the burrito king maker you could say
0: hmm. yeah so how about that pastor taco pretty good
1: yeah um it's flavorful the meat has a really nice seasoning on it. They put quite a lot of onions, which I'm going to say is a plus. It's a good thing. I, onions, Yeah, more be aware if you're not a
2: fan of onions, but uh, it, it, I can see the onions. There's a lot of onions. I
1: would, say, I would say that if you don't like onions, you might not enjoy this taco as much, only because the onions, I feel like, give a lot of flavor. The cilantro is really good. It's really, really simple, but I don't think it's simple in a bad way.
2: Uh, in- yeah. Interesting. I used to absolutely helps. hate onions. Um, that was like a, a big pop for me um but man i have come around mm-hmm. as as we discussed as you mature with age your you, your tastes expand you're ready for a taco there are tons of onions
0: but i don't mind it i think it's great yeah uh, right i love onions on my authentic street tacos so
1: we got just what is this classic beef
0: yeah this is a beef hard shell okay let's hmm. try that out
1: so i like The flavor of the Mexican taco, but I will say I've never had a hard shell taco at Burrito King, and I am really into it. I really like um, the the shell they have on it. I feel like mine seemed like, I don't know if this was just just an anomaly. Yeah, I don't know if this was an anomaly, but it's a very thin taco, and I like that because my biggest pet peeve is overfilling hard shells um, because they just break and they don't work very well. This is staying together, like, superbly, and... It's like they didn't stuff it. It's just, it's just a really good amount in it. And it, to me, it tastes, um, I almost feel, I don't want to like say something I'm not supposed to here, but I almost kind of feel like I'm having like a tostada, but I don't know. It's, it's good. Like this is a, these little guys are pretty compact. I'm into it.
0: Yeah, and the beef is
2: seasoned really well. I'm enjoying the seasoning on this beef. I will say, uh, and beef for, is
1: way better than Taco Bell beef.
2: Yeah. I, so for for a, a bean, uh, generally speaking, that's going to be a little bland unless you're you know doing it right. I, I gotta say, I, I'll give them some credit with the beans here. They've got a little bit more to it than I expected. Um, so it's not quite as bland as I I was uh, fearing. All, all my uh, memories that have not existed about. Burrito King appear to be mostly alcohol induced uh, <laughs> losses. So cuz you know it's uh, I'm getting a little I feel like I remember a little bit of this. Yeah.
1: No, my friend is obsessed with Burrito King's creamy green as she calls it, which is this sauce that we have in front of us here. And I've never actually really tried it. I have had a little taste once, but I'm going to dip some of my taco in here. Apparently it's a, li- a little bit spicier. I'm going to I am going to dip some meat in here, Chris, so don't don't double dip and get the get the meat. But <laughs> The
2: meat hurls Oh man, I really wish I would have tried the green. I feel like that—that's got the, the spice level that I'm looking for. I don't think there's going to be any meat in
1: there. Is it okay. spicy?
2: It's spicy. It's a yeah, bit, it's, but it's got it's good. a little good. kick to it. Yeah. Don't try a little bit. It of, is, little it. Yeah. Little bit it, of is, it. It's
1: kind of like a, a creamy yeah. are spicy tomato. Are you, are you a spicy
2: man? Are you, are you, do, you, do you like the spice? Not really. Okay. Interesting. I don't like to. Hide. You don't like to
0: overpower the flavors. I don't like to mask the taste of the beef, or the ingredients with a overpowering sauce. Some people swear by it and love the hot sauce. I'm more of a medium or mild.
1: Yeah, you know, I like this. I Again, I think, I, I think the beef is, the beef crunchy is going to be the way I go. And honestly, I'm, I'm usually, if I get a taco at Burrito King, typically it's going to be a um, soft chicken supreme taco, which is just a chicken taco on a soft shell with some sour cream on it. And it's very good. Um, their chicken is shredded, which I prefer. But I might go get some hard shell beef next time because I really enjoyed it.
0: So we enjoyed these tacos from Burrito King, but there are some real jerks out there who have had bad experiences.
1: <laughs> I'm sure they have.
0: We all know there are people out there who write negative reviews online, and most of them are a
2: holes. Yeah, well, I mean, if you've got time to do that, you, yeah, I mean, right? Yeah, we haven't gotten any yet, but I'm, I'm looking oh, forward to, I'm looking forward to our first uh, negative reviews. So, <laughs> well, this
0: is the part of the show we call bad reviews in a funny voice. <laughs> nice. Would you guys like to read some bad reviews and funny voices? Oh, would we? Yep.
2: All right, yeah, let's do oh, it. Definitely. Bad reviews on talk of the Town. Taco the Town. of the Town. Talk of, the town. Talk of the Town. Chris C. says, I tried really, really hard to like this place. I live in neighborhood and would stop in once a month. But after today, I can't support it no more. <laughs> <laughs> the food is subpar. Definitely not authentic. I know Uh, the food is not the worst part. The service is by far is the most disappointing thing. Oh, Uh, if, if you like to be ignored, I know I actually wrote this. If you like to be ignored or eat reheated food from a steam table, then eat here. But if you would like a one decent meal, you have better chance eating at McDonald one star.
1: Oh no.
2: And you know, I mean, just uh, yeah. I'm just gonna say, Chrissy, maybe reconsider. Okay. You know, one thing that I... came up
0: during that interview in my head was how fast the service was at Burrito King. I got my ah. tacos. I got my tacos in like I'd say five minutes.
2: So so yeah. How, how did he have such a bad service when know. you had maybe you know a few seconds to interact with
1: people? And one say one thing I will say is uh, I've been a big fan of their tamales, and I know for a fact that. I feel like a lot of it there is pretty damn authentic. So, Chris, I don't know what you're talking about, dude.
0: This uh, Mexican-style one, which I would call an authentic uh,
2: street taco, was delicious. Yeah.
0: It, it was amazing.
1: Yeah. So, uh, maybe next... he
2: was just having a bad day. Well, I mean, he did sound ridiculous. Uh, just... Man,
1: Chris to <laughs> so... be so pissed when she thinks that we're talking about her like a dude. And oh, it's totally yeah, a yeah, girl. Yeah. <laughs> I'll go ahead and do uh, Sandy E. Sandy E says... I really wish you guys would put your correct phone number on your Facebook page. The number on here is my phone number and has been my phone number for over four years. I'm so tired of having to answer calls from your customers. I have asked you to remove it before, but here it is still. From now on, I will no longer tell your customers they called the wrong number. I will take their order, and when they go to pick it up, (laughs) I'll give you the headache I've dealt with for the past four years while you explain to them mother food is not ready. You've been warned. Five
2: minutes and they have their food.
1: One star. But Um, I I like that this one's not
2: really so much based on the quality of the service. It's just personal inconvenience. Yeah,
1: some of my favorite bad reviews are things that are like super (laughs) off topic. And like the fact that this woman (laughs) is just complaining that people call her. What a wonderful life to live, first of all. I would die to have somebody call me all the time thinking I'm Burrito King. Silent,
2: most of the time. It's hilarious. If you're not calling in, The light
1: of my life. Sandy. I want you to take a moment, and I want you to reflect on how fucking boring your life would have been if people had not been calling your phone okay. all the time thinking you were let's, burrito kids. Let's flip
2: this into a positive, Sandy. Yeah. Come on. When I was a kid, our
0: phone number was like one number off from the Christmas tree farm. <laughs> so when it got to be
2: December nice. or November,
0: we'd get all these Christmas tree farm calls. Nice. And
2: what does think- a Christmas tree farm call consist of? It's like, hey, you guys got trees? You got, you got trees? <laughs> yeah. say, yep. Yep. And sometimes I'd be like, trees. like, yeah, we're cutting them down. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, on gonna, over. Yeah. And they'd be I like, mean, all right. Doing all tree-related things you could possibly do with the tree. I will say
1: uh, the place I work customers. at, which is like a custom T-shirt shop, uh, there are two kind of calls we get that are not T-shirt-related. One, uh, people always think we're a grocery store. So they'll call and they'll be like, you got non-dairy milk? And then sometimes <laughs> they'll call us. And uh, it used to be, I guess, like, Ten years before we were open, it was this person, number named Laverne Neighbors. So we'll get all these really old people, and I feel so bad, but, like, super old call, and they'll be like, Laverne? She and I'll be like, I'm neighbors. sorry, I don't know, I don't know, you know, who that is. And they're like, Laverne? Laverne and they just like, don't get it. So I think these people, I, I think, think I have to have 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 let people down. I
2: think you should have ran with it and been like, I'm sorry, Laverne has passed.
1: I think I'm, cur- well, you know, I think that they have, and I'm pretty sure that I accidentally inform people of laverne's death every day oh man yeah yeah
0: poor laverne breaking hearts everywhere everywhere yep Yep. well so what do we think of burrito king's tacos we do a scale of one to five golden tacos okay five being the best Mm -hmm. you can give some decimal points in there as well okay chris what would you give burrito king's tacos you
2: know i'd probably give it a good uh, a good three three point five i i enjoyed it i i would look forward to you know had i known this sauce was there uh, available, I feel like I might have enjoyed it a little more. Give it a little um, kick. Yeah, yeah. Green, mix it. I, I do think they need to expand their vegetarian menu a little bit. Um, you know, get get out there a little bit, think about things. But yeah, it it was it was pretty good. I, I feel pretty happy with what what happened, and most of that may have been that I was starving. So.
1: <laughs> and I want to and I want to preface this by saying that I don't consider this a bad uh, rating at all. But I'm going to give it 2.5 tacos, and the reason I'm giving it that is um, I am definitely more of a taco snob, food snob in general. So I do Ooh, prefer yeah, kind of those 30. higher class. Uh, like the kind of the chicken mole tacos I was referencing before. Some of the fancier kind of like tacos that other people might call bullshit. So,
0: Well, for what this is, this is a, this is a like we were saying, it's a little hut.
1: Yeah. And
0: it's a late night eatery. What would you give these tacos for that kind of for a place? For that
1: kind of t- place, I would probably give it a 3.5. Okay. Dare I say maybe even a 4, uh, mainly oh, because man. I will Great. say that I have had... I, I've had a, a, a handful of Burrito King visits this last year. Yeah, I will okay. say it. I'm not ashamed and, to and, say and it. You know,
2: the taco shack, it's either going to be top of the line or bottom of the line. So finding something that's, you know, pretty good.
1: It's pretty good.
2: Like it could have been a lot worse. So. Yeah.
1: As yeah. far as fast food tacos go in town, I will go ahead and say as fast food tacos, this is the place you want to go.
0: Yep. Yeah, I was I was impressed with their um authentic style taco, the the El Paso store taco, the the beef on the crunchy taco was really good. I was I was surprised. I I didn't know what I was going to get from this place. I mean, it is called Burrito King and not yeah. Taco King. So, I would just give it a solid 4 out of 5 for, mm-hmm. for it being a late night, bur- uh, not a burger place, a late night burrito <laughs> place guessed. in a college town. Yeah, I would give it a four out of five. Golden Taco. Now, you guys are both musicians. Mm-hmm. Can you create a Burrito King song oh, or yeah. jingle off the top of your head? Oh yeah. I I, I will follow her lead.
1: Okay, Burrito, burrito King, King. It's the taco, taco kind of thing. thing. Don't forget to ring. Not Sandy. Taco burrito king
2: and don't disappoint (laughs) Chrissy. yeah
1: that's a little little add-on yeah
2: it's great well to recap burrito
0: king is located at 900 illinois street in lawrence kansas if you're in lawrence and you're having a hankering for some tasty tacos maybe a burrito if you really want to do that Mm -hmm. um stop on by burrito king we'll be right back after this break Lotus Pool Records is a proud sponsor of Taco the Town. Check out the latest music releases by Poster Children, Heidi Lynn Gluck, Sun Eaters, Panel Donor, and many more at lotuspool.com. Celebrating 25 years of music, that's lotuspool.com. Let me ask you a question. We know you like tacos, but do you like the paranormal? Ghost stories? Bigfoot? UFOs? extraterrestrials cryptids like the Loch Ness monster the Dover demon and other unexplainable phenomenon if you do then you should listen to my new favorite podcast the bigfoot collectors club hosted by bryce johnson and michael mcmillan every episode bryce and michael explore these topics and present stories from paranormal history with guests i had the pleasure of being a guest on episode 7 of the bigfoot collectors club so look for that episode we talked about alien implants and abductions In the time I faked a UFO landing in fifth grade. If you like Bigfoot collecting and clubs, then you'll love Bigfoot Collector's Club. That's Bigfoot Collector's Club. You can find it wherever podcasts and chupacabras are found. Now back to the show. And now it's time to get serious. It's time for taco topics. These are in-depth taco questions. Don't be afraid to bare your taco soul to me. For sure. Question one:
2: What's the one thing you look for in a taco?
1: Flavor and texture.
2: Yeah, definitely, definitely uh, texture. Uh, that's a that's a big one for me. I've had to, as I've said, uh, make up for a lot of texture lacking by uh, adding chips in this case, uh, onions, things like that. Uh, it re- if it doesn't have a crunch to it, it doesn't really feel like a taco to me. Yeah.
1: If it ain't crunching, you ain't munching.
2: That's right. That's I've, what I always say. I've, I've always said that too. This one time, exactly. I've said that. I've got a tattoo of that on my lower back. Really? Yeah. <laughs> like, wow. like,
1: like where it should be.
2: Tramp stamp. Yeah. So are we gonna are we, are we gonna show our tattoos after all this? Is yeah, okay. when we're done. Yeah. Okay. Go. Cool. Yeah.
0: My next question: uh, You prefer hard shell or soft shell? I prefer hard
2: if I could get it. If I could get it, I'll do it you hard. You said
0: beans are hard to transport. It's hard to
2: transport. TVP though, guys. TVP is the way to go if you're a vegetarian. Uh, just. It takes on the flavor of whatever you put into it, yeah, and it's got the consistency of meat.
1: And I will also say I've had many tacos uh, that have TVP that Chris has made, and they are absolutely delicious. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
2: Hard hard to tell. I've had my, uh, well, my my dad will refuse to eat them, but uh, most of my extended family, I've been able to get to eat them. And they were like, oh, I didn't even know this wasn't meat.
1: And for hard and soft tacos, I go through a lot of phases. Um, I've had so many soft shell tacos lately that really that hard shell taco I had tonight I think is going to be... What turns me on to the next phase?
2: And hot or mild salsa? I I, I like a little hot. I, I I'm I'm a spice guy. I I definitely I, I appreciate the the angle you're coming from, where you don't want to cover up too much. Um, but uh, yeah, it brings out a lot for me. Yeah. And
1: I uh, I'm more go for the flavor of the sauce, whether it's hot or not is no. That uh, is a really
2: good point. Not though.
1: not too yeah. big of a deal for me either way, but it's got to have good flavor.
0: So question number seven: If you're not eating tacos. What's the main thing that you're eating?
1: I'd say yeah. extra cheddar goldfish.
0: Yeah, you do Oh, extra cheddar goldfish. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. In your opinion, is Kansas City slash Lawrence, are they good taco towns?
2: Absolutely. Yeah, I, I think I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw in that I think Kansas City's probably got a wider variety. Yeah. Um, uh you get you get a little more bang for your buck down in KC but uh Lawrence has got 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 its share i mean with yeah. the La Familia dropping off that was our that was a hard hit for us KC's
1: got the best uh street tacos uh Lawrence has the best super fancy taco in my opinion
0: so what are some good other taco towns that you've visited
1: Austin for sure as we spoke about Austin is phenomenal for tacos um new york is good i mean honestly any big area you go but i mean obviously southern is better i i'm just gonna go with austin because it's oh i mean not only do they have the famed Torchies, which is just one of the best like i don't know like like tacky but just delicious taco place and then obviously they have a lot of authentic uh juan and a million is one of my favorite places down there amazing tacos
2: yeah also also it's got to be uh top of the list i i actually will throw out two um surprisingly so i lived in wichita for a while and uh while living in wichita i lived in kind of like the mexican quarter i guess uh and there's some really like i don't know their names but they're good so, yeah, little taco shacks here and there. Did you ever eat about. a taco Tico in Wichita? I've, um, I love me a good taco Tico. There's
1: one in Topeka, right? Or yeah. There was, yeah, I yeah. had that in Topeka.
2: I, I feel like I've had taco Tico in the past when I was a meat eater. Like, I okay. feel like I liked it then. I don't know that I ever went back. Have you ever had a time in your life when you've had to turn... Down. That's outrageous. Why would you even finish that question? Tacos. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Ridiculous. Uh, Maybe
0: for you, Chris, if it had meat uh, in it, you
2: would it, turn it yeah, that- Yes, so of course I would I, I would have to refrain. Um, unfortunately. Uh, yeah. Dietary preferences. Uh,
1: there was a long time where I was very heavily against breakfast tacos. I kind of thought they were bullshit. I don't just I wasn't a fan of having egg and stuff in tacos. I will say the tune has changed, and I do some of my favorite tacos I actually get are at the Roost um, for breakfast. They have amazing chorizo breakfast tacos.
0: Hmm, that sounds great.
1: Oh, they're incredible.
0: Now try that out. Do you have any taco no nos or taco phobias?
2: I'll say like. Too liquidy uh, tacos. Uh, You get too much. a taco that that has water dripping from it? Yeah, yeah. Something where it's like you clearly made this and didn't quite cook it enough or something like that. Um, Bigger, bigger issue with beans and and TBP. You really got to get that water boiled down.
1: Uh, there's a place in St. Louis called La Viasana that I used to go to when I played shows down there, and they had the best lengua tacos, which are tongue. And uh, I loved them a lot, and I was really, really into them. And then I tried to eat them somewhere else, and I honestly don't remember where it was. And now I can never eat tongue tacos
0: again. <laughs> Too much uh, fur still on that tongue? I, no. Yeah,
1: I don't know. It was just something something about it turned me off, and I've never been able to go back. Yeah,
0: I've heard tales. Yeah. But
1: no tongues. Yeah. No tongues.
0: <laughs> okay. This is a speed round. Okay. All right. First thing that
2: pops into your head. Taco pizza. Yay or nay?
1: Yay. Uh, Red Baron taco. Red Baron Mexican pizza is one of my favorite things of I'm, all time.
2: And I'm going to go for nay because I've never had a vegetarian taco pizza that was uh, a vegetarian taco pizza, frankly. So, yeah. Taco salad. Yay or nay?
1: Yay. Uh, As long as the container, uh, the tortilla is not super cold or soggy.
2: Yep. Yeah. It's got to have the crunch. Got to have the crunch for me. Taco burgers. Yay or nay? Nay. When I was uh, a meat eater, yay because I remember going to Taco Johns and having taco burgers, and that was like a that was a big staple for they me. They are
1: sloppy joes that are trying too hard. They are
2: but- sloppy joes that are trying too hard, and you know I think sometimes uh, you got to give them credit for for the effort. Taco dogs,
0: yeah. nay. nay,
2: big nay, big nay. Mini tacos from oh. a
0: gas station. Uh, well, that is. the you loaded that question. Or mini the, tacos uh, from the freezer at the my, grocery store.
1: My uncle's bar, Conroy's, used to have the best taquitos in the entire world. They were one of my favorite things in the world. So just from that memory alone, yay. Totally yay.
2: Yeah, I, I'm going to go with mixed bag on that. I, I feel like that could go real wrong real quick. Or it could go, yeah. Choco Tacos, yay or nay?
1: Yay. I And you put chocolate with anything, and I'm automatically there. Tacos, great. Choco Tacos, totally dope. Uh, I'm going
2: to go nay. Um, I don't really have a reason. Uh, but I do remember Blasphemy. the few times that I've had Choco Tacos, it was well exceeding my sweet threshold. So, okay. yeah. So these are Taco Bell items. A, a taco with a shell made out of a fried
0: chicken breast, yay or nay? Nay. Nay, nay for me. Nay. Obvious a, reasons. A breakfast taco with a shell made out of a fried egg. Yay or nay? Nay. Yeah, nay. Nay, that sounds weird.
2: Tacos served with French fries. Nay. Yay or nay? nay. Yeah, it, it doesn't feel like a good good mix. I'm
1: down for for mixing things like that, and that is not. I think that's blasphemy.
2: Your favorite go to taco appetizer or side dish?
1: Uh, for me, it's always chili con queso. Gotta have the chili con queso.
2: Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, spinach chips really good too. But uh, chili con is Espinaca dip. Espinaca. Yes, I, I believe that is how you say it.
0: You're on a crowded elevator, and you see someone with a box of tacos. Maybe one of those party taco boxes from Taco Bell. Ooh. Okay. Do you, A, ask them for a taco nicely? B, ask to help them carry the box and then take the box? C, jostle them so they drop the box and a taco falls out, and then you grab that taco off the floor of the elevator?
1: Uh, so first I would have to say it would depend on how drunk and or stoned I am. Uh, I would probably I would probably say that I was a little bit more clever, and I would maybe give some sort of a uh, flirtatious ruse um, to get them near me and almost do sort of a pickpocket move.
2: Okay, so, yeah, I'm going to add another uh, yeah a D where I just jostle them and all their tacos fall on the floor, and I don't pick any of them up because they're probably not vegetarian. I'm just doing it because I'm mean. So,
0: okay. there so you mean. Go. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's good. Yeah. That's good. What's your favorite song to listen to when you're on your way to get tacos?
1: Woo! Uh, for me, it would probably be uh, just just because it makes me feel in the mood for that kind of uh, Latin experience. Um, I would say maybe a "Bitty Bitty Bomb Bomb" by Selena. Uh,
2: Mamba number five. <laughs> oh jeez. <laughs> Little
0: Mambo number five. <laughs> yep. All right, Lupe, bringing it all, bringing it all back. <laughs> Full circle. Yeah. Yep. All right, so last question. This is the Taco Cleanse personality test. According to the book, the Taco Cleanse, there are four taco personality types. I want to know what taco personality you are. Are you a taco purist, a taco adventurist, taco sentimentalist, or a taco contortionist?
2: Oh, man, I want to know what all those actually, like, what the definitions are for that. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) But I'll I'll go with uh, Experimentalist. Uh, yeah, adventurous, yeah. I, I'm willing to, to see it through to the whatever outcomes.
1: Yeah, and just come. like the title of our podcast, Creep Quest, you know, I'm always questing. I'm always looking for that new next thing, that thing that's going to make my life a little spicier, and I would definitely go with Adventurous as well.
0: All right. Well, this is the time on Taco the Town
2: where you guys get to ask me a Uh, taco-related question. Do you guys have a taco-related question you'd uh, like to ask me? I have got a taco-related pitch for you, so, you know, see see where you like this. Uh, You were asking if we had uh, guests. Well, I did a little research on some uh, taco-related crime. And I feel like maybe we could use your expertise on a few cases. Now, these are just ones, uh, no research has been done into this at this point, but Alaska man gets jailed for a day for throwing a taco. Um, uh, we've got, been there. I think we've yeah. all been there,
0: right? Largo <laughs>
2: uh, <logo laughs> man accused of misusing 911 to report that Taco Bell would not sell him tacos. Okay, let me comment on that. Yeah, um, please. Have
0: you ever pulled up to a drive-thru and you see that the people are inside the drive-thru and oh. they shut the lights off on oh. you. Oh, so many yeah. times. That, that is a 911-worthy offense, right? I have had that happen at Taco Bell. I, I cannot tell you how enraged I became. And I can see the person. I'm looking right at their eyes and they just slowly shake their head no Oof. and shut the lights off. Uh,
1: that's cold. Um, I felt like calling 911 after I've eaten Taco Bell sometimes. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, you know, so you were, you know. okay.
2: A uh, pregnant woman uh, charged in fast food robbery attempt. I mean, you're you're eating for two. I understand the need for, you know, robbery. Well, we
0: did cover that people are getting their maternity photos taken at Taco Bell.
2: Whoa. Whoa. So, yeah, there is some crossover there. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, this one just says, Kent man charged with girlfriend's murder digs up her tombstone. I don't really know how that fits into tacos. So that's a bad list. <laughs> wow. He used a, a taco
0: to dig up.
2: <laughs> oh. I'm going to hope that there was at least
0: that thin connection. Yeah. You know, the taco game is not enough. In the UK. Yeah. So no. that's something
2: they need to step up. That is up. true. That is true. Uh, let's see. Sleepy man arrested and driver offers cops tacos as IDs from inside of his burning car. I feel like, <laughs> I feel like there's, there's a lot going a lot on, going on there. there and it's worth a look. So <laughs> That's uh, my favorite. I'll, I'll leave that because that, I, I haven't read the, list, the rest of this list. I can't imagine it gets better than that. But let's just say would you be willing to look into some of these cases with us?
0: Yeah, let's do a Creep Quest episode about Cross-overs. Taco, taco-related crimes. Yeah. All right. I like it. All right, man. Very,
1: very good. I'm um, And I guess my question would be chalupas. Thoughts on chalupas? Uh, the more of the softer, breadier shell for a taco.
0: I'm more of a gordita guy, Aha. which is softer than a chalupa. Yes. Uh, chalupas are delicious as well. I don't eat them as frequently as just regular tacos. Sure. But I think a chalupa is delicious. I like the softer shell of the gordita, though, yeah. um, but um, I love the name. It's fun to say. I think we all love to say chalupa. Chalupa. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: It's kind of like chupacabra. Halu- it's yeah. very fun to say. Chalupa. And, in fact, now I'm starting to see why you like chupacabra so much. I mean, I feel like there's... Yeah, Chalupacabras. Definitely... Chalupacabra. My favorite cryptid.
1: Yep.
0: <laughs> <laughs> they need to invent a new sauce at Taco Bell. Chalupacabra. Chalupacabra yep. sauce. And it, you, you try to order it, it but they tell like you blood. it
1: doesn't exist.
0: Oh, Oh, it doesn't taste like blood. Yeah, no. okay, and fair you enough. get it and it's really just a dog with mange yeah.
1: <laughs> well
0: thanks for being on the show do you guys want to promote your podcast again and tell people where they can find you
1: yes uh, creep quest if you have any interest in the macabre uh, horror related subjects true crime we try to stay with uh, fairly current true crime we try to take a lot of different angles on it theorize we're always looking for people's theories always looking for people's ideas and comments uh, you can find us on soundcloud.com slash creep quest uh, we're on instagram at CreepQuest we're on Facebook uh, she's on Facebook
2: I don't really respond
1: I, Facebook, I, I handle all our social yeah, media yeah. Chris doesn't understand it but uh, you know. I am uh, super excited for this podcast we're just getting started so it's only going to get better please check it out
0: awesome well thanks for being on the show oh, thank you thanks yeah, nice for, really for having appreciate us talking tacos with me
2: always this is a phenomenal experience I I if, if we could do it again without it being repetitious for your podcast, <laughs> I would definitely do that. Oh, so, for sure. Yeah. We've got lots of taco places to go. So right, I'm sure Maybe we could all just down. get
1: tacos non-podcast related. Uh, that's, I don't know about that.
2: I, well, please
0: rate and review and subscribe to the show on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and Podbean. If you'd like to recommend a taco place for us to review or just to give us a taco tip, please reach out via email by sending a message to tacothetowntopics at gmail.com. Thanks to engineer Matt Allen and executive producer Chris Garibaldi and thanks to the band Sun Eaters who wrote all the music you hear here on Taco the to Town. Their catalog is available on Lotuspool.com. And thanks to Creep Quest for letting us record this in their studio here. What yeah. do you call it? The House of, House of Leaves. The House of Leaves, House of leaves, leaves, of leaves Studio. Yep. And until next time, go eat some, some tacos. tacos! To to town to